It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, what's happening? I'm Mates. Welcome to Mates TV. Liverpool are absolutely amazing at all levels. And there is a massive temptation for me to sit here and get really, really carried away with the whole thing because they beat MK Dons in midweek. And yes, yes, that's a team in 15th in League One. Yeah, I get it. I know. You know, probably. And maybe we could sit here and minge bag over the whole thing and say, yeah, well, you know, it's not very good opposition, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I've watched so many Liverpool sides down the years in these kind of cup competitions, you know, this and the FA Cup, put together disjointed sides, see disjointed performance, and one of two things happen. Uh, one, you get knocked out. You get knocked out. Or two, you panic, and you put all your best players in off the bench, and they just about bail you out and you scrape through into the next round, and you go, okay, maybe our youth and fringe players are a bit crap. Let's not do that again. Um, but no, the future for Liverpool is very, very bright, and I'll explain why in a moment. But first, this video is brought to you in association with One Football, the fantastic football app. Um, my day begins and ends with this app. It's got loads of news, insight, match day centres as well, so you can keep up with the, the lineups from Liverpool's teams, all the key facts and stats from the matches as well. Fantastic app. There's a link to download it in the description underneath this video. Um, if you're getting on with it, let us know in the comments as well, but I, I absolutely adore it. It's part of my weekly schedule and it should be part of yours as well. Um, look, I was having a little bit of a look into Liverpool's side um, because we're in a strange situation. I say strange because, look, I'm 36 years old. I've watched Liverpool. I can't... In 89 is pretty much the first season that I remember. But, I, you know, I wouldn't really class myself as a as a know-everything-about-Liverpool fan probably until 93, 94, when Robbie Fowler and what have you started to come into the team. In that time, I have not seen a better Liverpool team than the team that Liverpool are putting out on the field this season, today, and have done for the last the last season or so. They're unbelievable. This is a level beyond anything I've seen. This is approaching levels. When I talk to my dad and he, and he says, and you know, my dad who was born in 1951, he's seen Liverpool be in the second division and come through. He's seen the rise of the Bill Shankly Liverpool, winning the first ever FA Cup in 65 and winning every European Cup they ever won in that time span, seeing us win, you know, 18 league titles, etc., etc., etc. When he says, I always counted the 1988 Liverpool team as the best football team that Liverpool ever had. I think this is better than that. That makes you sit up and notice. And look, we're seeing it for our own eyes. You, you're watching the, the quality of football 
and the individual quality of player on display there. And it's hard to, 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 to deny that, particularly now that they've got a European Cup under the belt. But the biggest issue Liverpool have had, because Liverpool have put some pretty good sides out over the years, I think at 13, 14, the Luis Suarez, Daniel Sturridge, Raheem Sterling, Phil Coutinho, uh, the latter days of Steven Gerrard pulling the strings in midfield. Fantastic side. 2008, 2009, probably the best, the, probably the most world-class players we've had in a side at one time. Until now, you know, you had... The latter days of Sammy Hippier, Pepe Reina in goal, Hippier, Carragher, Gerard, Alonso, Mascarano, Torres, just, just world class, a world class spine to that side. And now I look at it and I think, even if you're being conservative, you're probably saying that Liverpool have got, even if you be like, you've got the best goal, we've got the best goalkeeper in the world, voted for. <laughs> as much as I can make a case of the best, there's a bit of a, a bit of a daft award ceremony, but I don't think there's a splitting hairs between Allison and anyone else you might class to be the best goalkeeper in the world. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to bore you with caveats. Allison's the best goalkeeper in the world. He's a world-class goalkeeper. Virgil van Dijk is a world-class centre-half. Mohamed Salah is a world-class forward player. Now, I think that if you're being really, really harsh, I think they're the undeniable ones. I think everyone, in, fans of other football clubs, world football will accept those as world class. I think in addition to that, you've then got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who is, but ugh, I'm about Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson is world class. I think he's the best left back in the world, and Trent Alexander-Arnold gets more assists and goals than him. And so why why is Trent not? So Trent for me, there's five. I think Sadio Mane is world-class as well. And I think Roberto Firmino is world-class. And I think by the end of this season, I don't think there'll be any doubt in anyone's mind that Fabinho is as well. So there's eight conservatively, really, really conservatively, three world-class players. And I think being fair, I think pretty much eight world-class players in that side. And then you go over to the MK Dons game and we basically tell all those lads, have the night off. <laughs> go and have a rest put your feet up boys because the fringe players and the kids have got this and as I've said I have watched countless Liverpool Cup games where that has gone completely tits up taking that approach and instead what Liverpool did was they put together a, a very very competent very very Liverpool performance and again quite shocking to be honest it sounds bad to sit here because we've expected this we've wanted this we've always thought oh, we've got some good young prospects here good lads really want to see those young players play Pep Linder said it in his pre-match press conference we're not just going to play youth players because we've decided to play youth players we're going to play youth players that are ready and bearing in mind that side should have had Jaden Chikiri and Divock Origi in it who I think are very, very competent, senior quality players. Liverpool's side is not made worse, significantly worse, by, by Shaqiri or Origi starting any given game for us. They're not. They're good players. Very, very good players. What we saw was a, a masterclass in youth play and basically senior play by Harvey Elliott, who is 16 years old. Curtis Jones got man of the match, who is uh, 19 years old, playing on the, on the left wing. Rian Brewster making his professional debut, having been out injured for a year and a half with knee and ankle injuries, 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it got me thinking about how Liverpool are set for the future because too often in the past, Liverpool have been built for short-term rewards but without the long-term thinking in, in place. And we've seen a lot of this in the Premier League because the pressure's so much on managers. But what we're seeing for the first time, Jürgen Klopp's been given a... a a spell of time, a long-term contract, been back to build something, a bit be a bit more of a slower burn. 
and has actually excelled in that. To be fair, I think he's he's, he's well ahead of the curve. You know, there was talk about that at the time. Got to the Europa League final with with another man's team. Getting to the first Champions League final was well ahead. Of your first season back in the Champions League, you're not meant to get to the final, and then last season winning it was probably kind of kind of bang on. But getting 97 points in the league. And finishing second was 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 ahead of the curve where they go this season should be in line with the with the natural progression of things. But what we've got is we've been building building this. We've been building uh, a system, and it carries through the team. And this comes from having Pep Linders being in between the senior players and the, the youth teams as a developmental manager. It comes from having Alex Inglethorpe. It comes from having Michael Beale. It comes from having a, a way of playing and, and, and a personality that carried down from Jurgen Klopp all the way through the, the academy. And it's something that's set to continue when the first team and the academy are on one side at Kirby when the new facilities are completed in the next year because it's all well and good having talented young players and it's all well and good having a fantastic squad here and now but we've seen Liverpool come close and completely fall apart every time Liverpool finish second in the league they never scale the heights again or it goes completely badly horrendously wrong but when you look at the way Liverpool are constructed now now Liverpool's best players are all aged today 27 28 or 29 and that's fine. That means they're in the peak of their powers. That means they're actually just really either bang in the middle of their true prime years as footballers, or they are just starting to edge towards the top, towards the top end of that, at best 29, 30, really. What it means is two years from now, our best players are going to be 30. There or thereabouts, 30 or, or 31. Now, that's a little bit of a concern because two years doesn't feel too far away. But what we've got in reserve, so that is the thing that's really the most encouraging for us. Because when you start to look at what's Liverpool squad going to look like in two years' time, well, yeah, the likes of Salah, Van Dijk, Mane, Firmino, Jordan Henderson are all going to be heading into like the the twilight years where you're still a fantastically gifted footballer but maybe physically you're not quite at the peak of your powers you know you can't necessarily play 50 60 games at the absolute peak of your level you still you still look you can still be world class Leo Messi Cristiano Ronaldo world class players stay world class but you're probably starting to enter into the time period where you're looking to think okay we either move one of the two of these lads on or we're starting to make sure that we've got their replacements ready. And that's what Liverpool are doing and what Liverpool, looking at what they've got, is very favourable. I actually wrote this down because I think this is important to know this stuff without having to totally blag it. This is not me blagging this, making this up on the spot. Get on to this. In two years' time, we will have the likes of... So, in two years' time, Matip, Salah, Shaqiri, Firmino, Mane, Virgil van Dijk, Gini Wijnaldum, Henderson will all be 30 and above. And you think, mm, OK, well, that's... That's a, that's a lot of really good players who are going to be you know, at that sort of age bracket, particularly because we think 30 is dead old for a footballer. <laughs> Makes me sad because it means I'm really old for a footballer. Um, but in two years' time, Alison Becker, 28. Trent Alexander-Arnold, 22. Joe Gomez, 24. Fabinho, 27. Cater, 26. Oxlade-Chamberlain, 28. And then in addition to that, and of course, we don't know how many of these youth players are necessarily going to follow it through because a lot can happen in your physical development, your emotional development, et cetera, et cetera. But like Cueven Keller, 22, Keanu Hoover, 19, Vandenberg, 19, Adam Lewis, 21, Harvey Elliott, 18, Rian Brewster, 21, Curtis Jones, 20. 
these guys, the, the youth players that we're seeing, the ones who impressed so much in midweek, albeit against the league one opposition, are still going to be relative kids in two years, but hopefully with more first-team experience and years of playing under Jürgen Klopp in that system, playing alongside those world-class players as well. It also got me thinking, just as a slight aside to this, because Manchester City, I think, look, accepted as the best club side probably in world football at the moment is in terms of talent and depth and what they've done domestically in the last couple of seasons. Right here, right now in the 2019-20 season, Fernandinho 34, David Silva 33 going 34, De Bruyne is 28 going 29, Aguero's 31 going 32, Kyle Walker 29 going 30 and obviously they've moved on the likes of, of company already. My point in this is that they're still absolutely amazing and so many of their best players are actually older than what I'm saying our best players are going to be in two years' time. So as much as two years' time we get your, play, your best players are getting towards 30, it doesn't mean it's the end. It still means this Liverpool side is very much within its life cycle as well. But there's a, a whole young crop who are still going to be very young. There's a middle crop of really, really talented players who are going to be coming into the prime of their careers, entering the ages that our best players are not even really in or only just entering now. And as another wonderful aside to this, we could potentially have three scousers in the side as well in Trent Alexander-Arnold, Adam Lewis and Curtis Jones and potential for more coming up through the academy as well. And of course, we're going to have Harvey Elliott who is going to be better than Lionel Messi, which is something we can all agree on. So let's just drop a like on the video for that, for that alone. So yeah, listen... Yeah, Liverpool are great right now and things can change in football. Of course they can, but we're in a very unique situation and one that we haven't been in, in my experience as a Liverpool fan, that we have succession in place and what you what you do to that, because there are still, you know, some tweaks and that doesn't, you know, things move on, players change, players get injuries, there's things that you can't account for, but what you have as well is players that you can you can move on money that can be spent and you go out and you go big and you, you maybe let a Mane go or a Salah or a Firmino go, the one who's physically not up to it in two years, you're selling for ridiculous money to a, to a PSG or a Barca or a Real Madrid and then you go and buy someone and maybe do it, repeat the process, go and spend big money on a 24-year-old who can go and repeat the, what Mane, Salah, etc. have done in that side. But yeah, amazing time to be a red i just thought i'd want to i want to really hammer home double down on that point it's great now and there's so much cause to be excited in the, not just in the short term but in the medium and the long term of this football club as well so yeah that's put a big smile on my face for the weekend i hope it has for you too uh listen drop a like on the video let me know your thoughts on on the progression um who you've been most impressed with out of the youth players so far any youth players that i've not in fact i've not even mentioned keanu hoover keanu hoover boss um, <laughs> um but yeah tons and tons of prospects um subscribe to the channel if you've not subscribed to the channel and you're watching this video what are you doing subscribe that'd be amazing getting on for 100,000 subscribers uh there's more videos i'll put a couple on the screen but yeah subscribe and i'll see you back here next week for more mates tv hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.